Friends can let friends adopt away too many cats. Friends can let friends spill the tea, the cheese, the gag. Friends can let friends sing while drunk off their ass. But friends don't let friends make a podcast. We're back! Again. Yeah. <laughs> hope, you, hope you didn't wait too long to hear us. I'm lit. <laughs> Same, I'm feeling it. I'm, I feel it, Mr. Krabs. I'm two glasses in? This is my second glass. Uh-huh. You're still on glass one. Yeah, I was eating, so it was taking me a while. I've drunk this wine very fast. So You I'm... always drink fast, though. I do. My mom... <laughs> uh-huh. We were at that thing, that ship, sip, whatever thing. Uh-huh. Um, I finished my wine so quick. She was like, did you already finish? And I was like, yeah. And I was telling her, I was like, dude, like, one glass of wine gets me, you know? Like, it, other alcohol it takes a minute, but for some reason, wine always gets me. And she goes, that's why it gets you. <laughs> She's like, you drink it so fast. And I was like, You no. drink everything fast. Right? I know. Anyway, <laughs> welcome. Well, friends don't let friends make a podcast. podcast. <laughs> That's Thori Tori. Oh my god! <laughs> That's Ant Man on Helica. Couldn't tell by our name. This is our Marvel episode. We need to start catering our names to the theme of the episode. That's a good idea. We did that last episode, and yeah. I'm ready to continue to do that. That means you got a plan way to I know exactly what I'm going to call you in the next one. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we talk about... I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Uh-huh. Whatever we do in the next one, You're ready. for either of the topics, I know what your name's going to be. Okay. Uh, we're doing, talking about Marvel today. I already said that. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> Stan Lee died recently. Oh, my God, I know. I still can't believe it. I'm honestly devastated about it. I'm really upset. I... Literally 20 minutes after it happened, I got a text from you. I know. Yeah, one of my friends texted me about it. And I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> and I looked it up on Google. And it had happened literally like 19 minutes before. And I was like, no. I was so sad. I almost started crying in the middle of a Panera. <laughs> like, I was so upset. You, you were like teaching somebody at a Panera? No, I just needed to go get some homework done. And I don't focus oh, yeah, when yeah, I'm yeah. here. There's <laughs> just cats. Yeah. And television and my bed and wine. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, and everything else. And I needed to work. I had to go to work later that day. And it was close to where I worked. So. But anyway, I'm real sad about it. I'm looking over at our Marvel wall right now. Oh, yeah. We have, we have a whole wall in our house. We'll take a picture yeah. of, like, Marvel stuff. And it's very fitting for this episode. I was thinking about this episode today yeah. on my drive home. About things that I wanted to talk about okay. within this one. And I have... A lot of things. Just some, like, nostalgic things. I only have, like, just, I just have a couple. Like, one mainly. I have a lot. I have a lot, a lot, a lot. But I want to start with the nostalgia. Okay. So do you want me to just, like, kick it off? Or how do we want to do it? Well, since you know how. Sure. Okay. So, I grew up, actually, watching the Marvel movies. 
So, like, we're talking, like, OG Spider-Man trilogy. I saw the first Iron Man in theaters, and I still remember watching it. You know, like, yeah. we used to go to the theater to watch. I loved the Fantastic Four movies because of Chris Evans. Like, I thought that his <laughs> character was hilarious. Whatever. Um, so, I, I grew up watching the Marvel movies, and I liked them. I enjoyed all of them. But I can pinpoint, like, the exact moment that my Marvel, like, obsession, like, my true love for Marvel started. What? Um, so, I don't remember what movie we were seeing. It might have been Thor. But we saw some movie, and I saw the trailer for the first Captain America movie. And I'm a nerd. Uh (laughs) And so I've always been really into history, and I really like historical fiction, um, and so whenever I first saw the trailer and I saw that it, like, took place in the 40s, I was hyped. You what? know what I'm saying? So I waited months for that movie to come out. Yeah. Like, literal months. And I was so excited to see it. And I ma- my dad hates crowds. Uh-huh. So we don't go to movies on, like, opening night. Like, we, we don't do that because yeah. he's not... We went opening night oh to see gosh. the first Captain America movie. And of course, it was in my hometown. You know, like, there wasn't that many people that went and, you know. But I, we went that night, opening night. And I was so excited. And we watched it. And I thought that it was the coolest movie ever. Because it was, like, superheroes. But it was also in the 40s, uh-huh. which was just so cool. Because I was super into history. And World War II has always been one of my favorite... <laughs> Has always been one of my favorite points in history anyway. Yeah. So I was, like, super into it, super pumped. And that would have been right before my freshman year of high school that that movie came out. So, like, that's really when everything started for me. And I fell in love with Chris Evans. I thought he was gorgeous. And then, like, the next summer I was fantasizing about us getting married. (laughs) So, Chris Evans, if you listen to my podcast, which I know you don't, please come marry me. (laughs) That's all I want. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, that was, like, my turning point. That was the biggest. That was that was when it all started. That's yeah. when my whole life went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Turned around completely. Flip turned upside down. Like a table, <laughs> it just sit right there. Thank you so much. <laughs> For that same re- exact same reason, that's why I don't like to go to opening nights. I don't think I've ever been to one. Because of the crowd? Yeah, I can't. Oh, I've been to a couple. I hate it. Everybody's trying to skip in line and... That's and then, especially before now, where you could pick where you sit, mm-hmm. like, you couldn't, so it was like, okay, well, we might not even sit together, and so it sucked. Eh. Okay. What? I love movies. I love movies enough to deal with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, whenever we watched the first Iron Man movie, I went with my mom and the son of one of her coworkers, who we were, like, watching for some reason. He was my age. Uh-huh. <coughs> that would have been, oh, God, we were, like... 11, because that was 2008, so we were like 10 or 11 whenever it came out, and the movie like stopped in the middle, like the film messed up, (laughs) so we're like sitting there, we're at the theater, we were sitting there, and it was like paused for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then it like jumped, you know what I mean, like it wasn't even consecutive, like it jumped to like the next available scene, we still watched it, but it was like, what's happening, That was the only time I've ever been to the theater and the movie like messed. That no, that's to not me true. One time. That's happened twice to me. But that was one of the times I was like, what is going on? It was so funny. I think it was raining one time and the lights went out and Yeah. The I mean the lights are already out, but they like but completely yeah, 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 shut yeah, yeah. off and the DVD started skipping and so yeah. we all turned out our, our flashlights on our phones <laughs> and just waited for it to start again. Yeah. 
We're like, what do we do? Do we leave? Yeah, it was we wild. A lot of people did. <laughs> Bet. Um, I'm very loud. I'm noticing how loud I am now. Gotta that wake I'm up all of Drunk. It's <laughs> hot. Um, but yeah, I love. Them. I'm one of my cousins. I have a cousin who's five years younger than me. And so whenever we were growing up, like, we'd always, like, play games, like, whatever. And he'd always want to play Spider-Man, uh-huh. but he'd only want to reenact. Do you remember in the first Spider-Man movie where he goes, in the original, where he goes into, like, the burning apartment building and the green goblins uh-huh. in there and he's pretending to be, like, an old lady or yeah. whatever? He only wanted to play that scene. And I always had to be the green goblin because <laughs> I was the older cousin. I had to cater to his every need. So he'd, like, throw things at me. <laughs> like, wow. his ninja star. Wow. <laughs> and he'd be Spider-Man, and I'd have to be the Green Goblin. So annoying. And we just played that scene over and over again. I remember the Green Goblin used to scare me. I used to be terrified. Willem Dafoe's spooky. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Spooky ooky. <laughs> I met Sebastian Stan. You, you know did. that. Oh, I got to hug him. I wanna you be- can marry me too, Sebastian Stan, if you're <laughs> listening. What got me into Marvel was Iron Man. I've seen all those movies like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. I mm-hmm. just wasn't into them. Yeah. Iron Man got me into it. And I love Robert Downey Jr. I, yeah. I stand him. Same. I could, if My he wasn't married, I would marry him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the real, like, he turned his life around. And yeah. Is and, uh, he really is Iron Man. Like, he really is. He's had that redemption arc in his actual real life. Yeah. He's my favorite. I love, I started out, I remember the first one I saw that related to a mm-hmm. superhero was Adventures in Babysitting, and this little girl was obsessed with Thor, and <laughs> that's when I started, like, looking up Thor, and yeah. so I was all into Thor. I never really got into Thor. Well, it wasn't when the movie came out, it was just, but I still, looked him up, like and then, okay. and then I read came out, and I was like, oh my god, and love him, still that's love wild. him. Oh. Yeah, a tattoo of the arc reactor. <gasps> Do it. I know it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's fine. If I was a real badass, I'd get a half sleeve of the Winter Soldier's like uh-huh. metal arm, but I can't do that. <laughs> I would never do that. I'd love to do that, but I can't do that. Not with my career. <laughs> you can. You just have to wear sleeves and you don't want to. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. <laughs> but if I get the ghost, then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. Yeah. We'll see. What? Whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> so here's some tea. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier too, and I was like, should I mention this? Most people who listen to this already know this little fact about me, so I was like, whatever. Um. <laughs> so whenever I watched The Winter Soldier in theaters the second time, not the first time, but the second time, I like cried for three hours after I watched it. Uh-huh. And most people know that, but <laughs> I don't know if. Uh, a lot of people know, like, why that happened. Um, so, <laughs> the movie came out in 2014. So, I was my junior year of high school. So, I was pretty well into Marvel by that point. But that was the first time, I think that was the first year. I think that was the first year that I ever, like, started getting into, like, fan fiction. Uh-huh. Specifically. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And, like, the first time that I ever started, like, writing fan fiction type stuff, uh-huh. which I still do <laughs> to this day. Not ashamed of it. Uh, it keeps me writing, because I've always written, and I love writing. Yep. Uh, so it keeps me writing, which is good. But, um, yeah, so what had happened was I watched it in theaters the first time, like, pretty close to when it came out, and I just went with one of my friends after school one day, because what else do you do at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on, like, a Thursday? 
Uh, so we just went and watched it, and we loved it. And we were like, oh, my God, they're so hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Same. whatever. Uh, but then, because it came out in May. And so then from, like, May to July, um, I started writing, like, Look here. I know. I started writing like headcanon things about specifically like uh, Steve and Bucky, like whenever they were growing up and stuff like that, and like whatever they're hella gay, <laughs> you know that whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, with one of my other, with a different friend, right? So we would talk about that like all the time. That was like one of our chief topics of conversation was like all this like stuff because again it was like it got me writing and it was I was getting my creative juices flowing whatever so then whenever I saw it that second time in July uh-huh. that's what was on my mind so I felt like I had like this new information which like wasn't necessarily accurate like some of it was but not all of it you know what I'm saying uh-huh. so that's why it got oh, me uh-huh. so hard you know what I'm saying so like literally from the second the t- the credits started rolling I just started sobbing, like gutturally sobbing, and cried the whole car ride home, which was like an hour and a half, because <laughs> <laughs> we went super out of the way to watch this movie, cried the whole way home, and then for like 30 extra minutes at home, Wow! just without stopping, just sobbing the whole time. So that's why, in case yeah. everyone ever wondered. And now, even to this day, like every other time I watch it, I cry. Wow. And I, that's my favorite movie. Like Do you I've cry seen for it for that same reason. Okay. Different reasons, you know, like whatever. But that's part of it. That has to do with it. But also, just Sebastian Stan's an amazing actor, and he gets me. <laughs> he gets me. So yeah, I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. Uh huh. It's so could, many. I remember in a uh, our freshman year, you would uh, you could. Hear the what's it called? The soundtrack, and you would know exactly what part of the movie it was on. I can still do that. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I watched it so often, and then you studied. And then with I used it. to study with the soundtrack, yeah. And so, like, the, most of the time, I'm not as good now because it's been a while since I listened to like just the music. But there's still sometimes where I'm like, oh, is this is this, this part? <laughs> and I'll look, and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> um. Because I'm, I don't know, I'm very attuned to music. Like, I just, I pick up on music quick. And whenever I watch movies, even now, like, whenever we saw Infinity War, one of my biggest complaints was I didn't like the score at the end of the movie. Because uh-huh. I didn't like that it ended on a major key. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I just, I pick up on music in things. So, yeah, I can still listen to that soundtrack and, like, pick out most of the points of what's happening. Because wow. I watched it so often. Because that was, you have to remember, too, like, that movie came out in 2014, and I've seen it so many times within the four years it's been out. So, like, a lot of those times it was watching it just over and over and over again. So I got it, like, real quick, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, now, again, I'm not as good because I haven't watched it as much as often, and I haven't listened to music on its yeah. own, but I love that movie. Fuck. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, we saw Civil War together. We did. Wow. I'm also very critical of movies. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> the car ride home. When we talk about it. Except you don't. <laughs> I was trying to say this you first don't time. Talk about <laughs> the You're better war. now. Because <laughs> because here's the thing. Yeah. My family never does that. Yeah. So when you first started doing it with Civil War, I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah. See, my. <laughs> my my dad's the one that I do. My mom does a little bit, but like my dad's like the super analytical one 
anyway. Like, he does that when he reads. He does that just, like, all the time. Uh So I've gotten so used to, like, after we watch a movie or sometimes while we're watching a movie, like, we analyze, we break that crap down. You know what I'm saying? We talk about every little thing that we can and we, like, bounce ideas off each other. So that's what I do, like, naturally whenever I see movies. And I was so confused after Civil War when you were just, like, quiet. I was like... Okay, but like this and this and this and this. Yeah, like, like, what's yeah. your opinion? And you're just like, mm-hmm. I was like, no, Tori. Like, give me something. But then you did your notepad. Yeah. So when we wanted to go see Infinity War, and like I said, I needed to have some talking points on the car ride home. So I legitimately took my notepad and pen and I wrote down scenes that I liked, and so I could talk about it because I so also funny. have a bad memory. So so funny. I can't. Here's my like. I can't. Just remember everything. I can't see trailers and then remember that part's gonna happen in the movie. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch trailers and forget about it in a couple days. I don't do that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I needed a notepad and it helped a little bit. We had, we did. We talked more. Also, Infinity War was a better one. Anyway, to talk about just because we were very emotionally strung yeah. <laughs> after that was, one. Oh my god. Emotions ran high after that one. Yeah. That was wild. It's, it was a wild ride from beginning to end. I'm still not over it. I... <sighs> Avengers 4 is gonna be worse. I know. Especially now that Stan Lee, like... Died. Died. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be worse. It's gonna... Because that's like... Because Avengers 4 marks, like, the end of the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're still gonna make movies after that, but, like... Of all the movies that we really grew up with, like, Avengers 4 is the end of that. Uh-huh. So everything's going to change after this one. And Stanley died, too. So, like, we're saying goodbye to everything with Avengers 4, and I'm not ready. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to sob, Same. dude. Like, I'm going to cry so much. I'm not ready. I don't want uh, it. You can keep it. <laughs> I know. I need Take to it back. This. Take it back. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be wild. Yeah. I'm not. I can't. Don't. I want it, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Like. Because I want things to be fixed, but, like, I know it's going to be worse. <laughs> it's just going to be so much worse. It really is. <laughs> Can't do it. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to be wrecks. I'm going to be a wreck. We're going to have to, like, get an Uber. Like, we're not going to be able to drive home. I might be able to. Yeah. You don't cry as often as I do. I cry. You cry cry a lot. I do cry a lot. I cry a lot. And if I end up crying, then we'll just sit in the parking lot for a little bit. That's true. Because I don't cry as long as you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a mess. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for my heart to shatter. God. Especially because it did it this... Infinity War, and we thought it was going. I thought I, I sincerely thought that I was gonna walk out of that theater like, in as hard tears as we got, Winter Soldier Part Two, uh-huh. but, I did. I was just mad. <laughs> I was just angry. <laughs> I hated how it ended. I haven't cried any of the times that I've watched Infinity War, Good. and that still surprises me. You know, and yeah. I've seen it like five times by now. Wow. And you yeah, think I that, you you think it, like, that one of times. them would have got me, but. Well. Not yet. I think it's though. I think I think a good part of it's though, because like I know that it can't just end like that. You know, like I yeah. they have to fix it. So like it doesn't get me as much because like I know that can't just be the end. Yeah. Because they would. They know? have to fix it, but you know something's still gonna happen, and I don't want it. And that was the thing too. Like I expected worse to happen. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, we did. Bad happened. We, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I expected worse to happen than what happened. Yeah. And so, like, it seemed tamer in comparison to what I thought. Yeah. Same. That's why, I, that's why I'm pretty positive that Avengers 4 is going to wreck me. Because if it didn't happen this time and it didn't happen in Civil War... There's no other time for it to happen yeah. but this next one, you uh-huh. know? So, like, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a hard a hard time. I feel very loose. Yeah. It's coming <laughs> out next year, right? May. Oh, we don't know in yet. May. It's coming out in May. The trailer should be dropping sometime soon, soon and I will watch it. <laughs> I want to, but I don't. Like, I'm going to watch it I want it, to know, time. but I don't want to know. I'm going to watch it Because I also time. forget, so. Yeah. I avoided the trailers for Infinity War. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm not going to do that with it. Just because, like, again, like, it's basically just a continuation of Infinity War, and, like, I know things are going to get fixed, and, like, I have a pretty decent idea on what's going to happen, so, like, I'm not as worried about, like, being spoiled or anything this time. Like, I'd rather just know. <laughs> Plus, since it's going to be as bad as it's probably going to be, like, I'd rather just know. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see, man. Oh, yeah, I remember my friend, you asked, he had seen it, so you asked how he saw it, and he said heavy. Yeah. And we were like, ooh. And then it wasn't that heavy, so. I know. It was light. I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> I don't want it to happen. I don't either. We're skirting around it. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Yeah. I don't want to say that. Say it. I don't want to speak it into the universe. I know. I don't, know. don't even put it out there in the universe. But it's going to happen. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. To at least one, if not both. I know. And I'm going to cry either way. <laughs> like, no matter who it happens to. Like, I'm going to be wrecked. Wrecked and a half. Uh-huh. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want, want it. it either. We just need it to happen like a uh, Hawkeye, and he just needs to not be there. They just need to not be no, there. No, I love him. No, but like all of them. Oh, like but just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, need to just not no be one there. needs to be in this movie. And the only one who needs to be in this movie is Hawkeye. <laughs> give him his own movie. High key, give him his own movie. Hello. Where are you at? I love Hawkeye. Isn't he supposed to be deaf? He is. In the comics, he is. There's this one issue of his comics that I want, and it's issue like 19 or something like that, and it's straight up like he, something happens to his hearing aids, in the comic, like, he either doesn't put them in or they're broken or something. So the whole thing is done in either sign language or, like, empty speech bubbles. Because he can't, like, hear anybody. Ooh. It's so neat. Like, I've seen uh, pictures from it, you know what I'm saying? But I want, like, the actual comic. It's so cool. It's That's so neat. cool. Yeah. Because he is. He's canon. He's can- canon- can- canonically, yeah. I think. Deaf, yeah. And he wears hearing aids. Um, he has a really cool backstory. Like, here's my thing. Listen, listen. I love Marvel, but I got some complaints. (laughs) Most of them have to do with Joss Whedon (laughs) being a piece of garbage (laughs) and ruining everything. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like, it makes me so sad that, like, people who only know the movies don't like Hawkeye because he seems so useless but, like, in the comics, he's really cool. Like, he has a whole, like, backstory. Like, he has a brother. He has an older brother that's also sort of a superhero, but, like, kind of not really. But, like, a whole thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He has an older brother character that, like, basically raised him because their parents died when they were really young. Batman. They, 
Okay, but like Batman was by himself and an orphan. It's don't talk to me about Batman. I hate Batman. Uh, this is a Marvel episode. We don't stand. Get him out of here. Who? Sorry. DC who? Hoops is that? Hoops the frick. Sips wine. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he has his brother. He like lived in the circus for a while. Hawkeye. That's how he like learned how to do his bow and arrow stuff. It was like in the circus. Wow. Yeah, and he he was all abused and stuff when he was younger and then, like, overcame that. He's just a disaster of a person. He literally drinks coffee straight from the pot. Like, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a dog that he just kind of found, and he feeds that dog pizza all the time. You know, like, it's just, I love him. I love him so much. And he's deaf, which is just super cool. I don't know. He has a whole life and no one cares about it. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Like he's useless. I know, and he's not. Honestly, I think he should have been deaf and just have everybody know like sign language or a way to talk to him. Yes. We need to be more. Inclusive. Or I mean, he wears hearing aids. Yeah. Like, you don't. You literally don't have to change anything. Just put about it. the films. Just stick a hearing aid in his ear. Because then too, like you know that like deaf kids go and watch these movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Representation's important, people. <laughs> and I... Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sick. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> They're making a Black Widow movie. They are? Yeah. Good. But I'm... Peeved. Why? <laughs> because Hollywood... Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm not a filmmaker. Uh-huh. But Hollywood needs to just wait for me <laughs> to make this Black Widow movie. I can write and direct and produce... I can't produce. I don't got money. I can write and direct this movie, and it can be amazing. Like, chart-topping, <laughs> box office-shattering, okay? And this is not me just drunk-talking. Like, I've had these ideas... Sober. Sober for, uh-huh. like, years now. I remember. But now they're making this stupid movie. Because here's my thing. I love Black Widow. She's probably my second favorite Marvel character of all time. Yeah. Like, she ranks above Captain America for me. Wow. Okay, I love her. Her backstory is amazing. Yeah. Okay? Because, again, it's one of those, like, historical, like, perfect point history. Here's some spoilers, everyone. Sorry about it. This is all, like, comic universe, though, so I don't know how much of it's going to be touched in the movies. So if you just go by the movies, this might not spoil anything. But in the comics, she was straight up born in 1928, okay? Her parents, there was a fire in her house when she was, like, five or seven. or She was little. Her whole family died. Her mom, like, throws her out a window <laughs> so she can, like, survive. Uh-huh. She's the only one who survives out of her family. Wow. She's immediately taken to the Red Room in Soviet Russia, okay, where, like, they're training these young girls to be, like, spies, essentially, uh-huh. and assassins, because no one suspects a child yeah. <laughs> to kill you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And she has, like, the same abilities as, like, Captain America and, like, oh. the Winter Soldier and stuff, because she's given, excuse me, she's given, like, the same serum. Oh. She's given Russia's version of that serum. Same with, like, the Winter Soldier, like, he was given Hydra's version of the... Captain America super soldier serum thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she has, like, the super strength, the super speed, like, all that stuff. You, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But what's really interesting, because they talked about this in uh, Age of Ultron a little bit, about the uh, 
sterilization thing, how she can't have kids or whatever because the graduation ceremony or whatever. That's still canon in the comics. But on top of that, like, the serum that they gave her, it would automatically, like, kill a baby. Oh. <laughs> like, because the way that it works is, like, it fights off every infection. Wow. Like, everything. That's why she was born in 1928 and she looks, like, 25 yeah. in today. You know what I mean? Or, like, 30 in today. Um, because she ages, like, so slowly because the serum works so hard to, like, preserve her body. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so, essentially, if she were to get pregnant, which actually happened in the comics, like, she had a kid and, like, it died. Like, she miscarried. Wow. It was a whole thing. Uh, or was stillborn or something. But, like, it's an actual plot point, like, in the comic books. Um, but if she were to get pregnant because, like, a baby, like, a fetus, like, feeds off of nutrients from the mother, the serum that she has recognizes that as a virus. Wow. And immediately goes to kill it. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, like, she can't have babies regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild. It's a whole thing. Um, and then Bucky, the Winter Soldier, whatever, he trained her in Russia. Uh-huh. Because uh, what had happened was, like, after the war, like, in the 50s, like, she'd been there for a while, um, but in the 50s, like, Hydra and the Red Room kind of made this alliance type thing, whatever, um, and so he was one of the, like, main people that trained her in the Red Room and, like, taught her, like, everything she knows and, like, all this stuff, and whenever she was young, she was, like, engaged to be married to this guy, like, it was an arranged marriage. To this dude named Alexi, who's one of my, who's again one of my favorite characters, and like you hardly hear about, you hardly even hear about him in the comics, but like he's just wild to me. <laughs> I he's crazy, um, but Alexi was Russia's version of Captain America. Like they tried to make him into like a Captain America figure called the Red Guardian, uh -huh. and so like they were pumping him full of like serum and drugs, whatever. He turned out to be like an abusive asshole, <laughs> like a whole thing. <laughs> we love so that. they got married basically for like political reasons to like bond the KGB, like the literal Russian army, because he was an Air Force pilot, to the Red Room uh -huh. to keep this up, like political alliance, whatever. But like this whole time, she's like seeing Bucky on the side <laughs> like they have a whole affair and everything uh -huh. like that and so like they try to run away together or whatever and then Alexi like catches them together and then that's one of the first points that we see Bucky get like cryogenically like frozen and like Natasha sees it it's like a whole thing and so then they're like separated and like she's told that he's dead and like all this stuff then Alexi dies he's in like a he's testing this airplane obviously because he's a test pilot for the air force and it like crashes and they tell her that he dies so they can keep her alliance to the red room because like if she has like nothing you know what i'm saying like she can only go with them you yeah. know what I'm but he doesn't actually die like the red room like faked his whole death or whatever so then like years later she sees him again and she's like hold on <laughs> you know what i mean because like he's been alive this whole time yeah. like it's a whole thing and mind you she's like 16, 17, 18 years old when all this is happening. Like, very young. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole thing. And she, like, miscarries the baby and all that stuff, whatever. And so, you know, she has this whole, like, extensive backstory. And then, while she's still fairly young, you know, uh, she's kind of, I think at this point she's, like, doing her own kind of thing. Or she's, like, in the, like, last legs of working with the Red Room. 
or whatever, and she actually is the one who kind of takes the red room out. Oh. Like, she, like, burns it to the ground. Fun. And, like, and like the guy, okay, because whenever her house burned down and everything and her family died, there was, like, a guy who, like, saw this fire happening, and he's the one who, like, raised her and brought her to the red room, and his name's Ivan. And he's, like, the only one who's kind of, like, nice to her in the red room, who's still you know, kind of not the best person because he's still working for all these people and training these young girls to be assassins. But he's, like, the closest thing that she kind of had to, like, a father figure while she was growing up in Russia. He dies, and it's a whole thing. Like, she only knows loss. Like, it's wild. And so then um, she's doing all that stuff, and Hawkeye, Clint, is, like, sent to kill her. And she's, like, ready. She's, like, dude, just, like, take me out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she's still kind of fighting, but she looks so young. You know what I mean? Like, she basically still looks like a kid. Yeah. And he takes her back to S.H.I.E.L.D. And is like, nah, like, I can't. No, like, I'm not uh-huh. going to kill her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was given a second chance. She's, like, five. <laughs> like, she's not five, but, you know, she looks like 16. She's a child. <laughs> she looks like 16. She's older than that, but the, you know, she looks like a kid. So they take her back or whatever, and, like, that's why they have as close of a relationship as they do and okay. all that stuff, because he literally saved her life. And so, like, it's a whole thing. But the movie that they're making... Starts after she's with S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. And I'm like, you're seriously gonna ignore all of this? Like, and it's an interesting story. Like, it's very dynamic with lots of twists and turns. And then there's a whole thing, too. There's a whole, like, other sideline. Because, like, there was 28 girls in the Red Room program, you know what I'm saying, who, like, became Black Widows out of so many to begin with and then like you're killing them throughout like kids killing kids literally to like get this like elite 28 right and there's this one girl who she's raised with named Yelena and they're like pretty like they're kind of like sisters they're raised like sisters whatever but they're also pitted against each other all the time so like there's a point where like Yelena like tries to take her identity and like there's a whole thing with like her kind of dying, but, like, not dying. It's, like, a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have... So, she and Yelena have, like, this really strong, like, love-hate relationship kind of thing because they've been pitted against each other their whole lives, but, like, they're also kind of each other's only allies. Like, that's a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So, she has this very rich, dynamic history, and the whole time you have to remember that she's being brainwashed and stuff like the Winter Soldier. It's, like, we see the Winter Soldier getting, like, reprogrammed. Uh Uh-huh. And stuff like that. Same thing's happening to all of these girls in the Black Widow program. All of them. So she has false memories. Uh, There's one part in the comics. It's one of my favorite parts in the comics. And it's like a whole page spread side by side next to each other. And she's talking about how like, oh, I'm one of the 28 dancers with the Bolshevoy ballet. And like, you know, um, the training's very hard. But the pride of my parents. And then she kind of falters. And she's like, my parents. She goes, wait. That's not right. And then on the next page, it's like, I'm one of the 28 uh, agents of the black, one of the 28 black widows, whatever. Um, And it's like, uh, she's saying like exactly like the same lines almost. Wow. But like they implanted these false memories in her of like being a ballet dancer. But then it's like coming back to her like, no, she's this assassin. And like, but the pride of Soviet Russia is what keeps her going versus, like, the pride of her parents and stuff like that. She goes, and then she's like, wait, can we stop? And then, like, it's, like, the next page, and it keeps going. But, like, it's so cool. And it, and the pictures, the way that it's drawn is, like, almost mirroring yeah. each other, too. And it's one of my favorite points, like, wow. in the comics. It's so cool. You know what I mean? So, like, 
she's getting all this like brainwashed. You know, like she has uh-huh. such a rich history and a rich backstory, and I don't understand why they wouldn't start there, yeah. especially since we don't know any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with some like we've gotten origin stories for literally everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't understand. I don't understand why she's getting a solo movie, but they're not giving her the background. Especially because she's not that well known of a character. So like if anyone deserves an origin story, it's her. But they're not giving her one. And she has such a cool origin. Like, it's so neat. I just... I don't get it. And then it makes me mad, too. Because in other movies, they've almost, like, teased us with the whole... Because, like, again, in the comics, like, her and Bucky, like, date Uh for a long time. Like, they date while they're in Russia, like, with that whole thing. But then also, like, later, they find each other again, like, in modern times, and they date again. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, I have a comic book upstairs of them, like, post-Bucky being Captain America, back to being the Winter Soldier, but working for S.H.I.E.L.D., like, that kind of thing, Uh where they're together. Oh. And it's, like, a whole thing, and it's just about them, essentially. And it's a Winter Soldier comic, but, like, they're on the cover. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like... They have a rich history together, whatever. And in the movies that we've seen, they tease at it sometimes. But then, like, they, like, back off and they don't give us anything. And so then it's like, okay, well, finally in, like, this solo movie, like, we'll get it. Like, we'll see, like, where it started. But if they're starting after she's already in the show, like, we're not going to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's just, it's frustrating to me. And I just, I know exactly how I would make the film. <laughs> like... And it would be amazing. It'd be so good, Tori. I wish they'd include it because I didn't know any of that that you just said. I don't know any of that because I don't read comics. Like right, and a lot of people don't. Yeah. The only reason that I know that because I don't I don't read a lot of like comics. But what I do is if I find a character that I really like, I like research as much about that specific character as I can. So like. Bucky Barnes is one of my favorite characters in Marvel, so I, like, know his whole backstory. Because, like, again, I don't have a lot of his comics, but I researched as much information from the comics as I could. Like, I read his whole biography. Same with her, like, Uh Black Widow and Natasha, whatever. One of my favorite characters. I read, like, her whole backstory. You know what I'm saying? I got as much information as I possibly could. Because it's hard to find comics. It's hard to read, especially, like, in order. Should I get the whole thing? Like... And they change all the the time, too. There's different universes and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just kind of research the characters, like, standalone. But a lot of people don't do that. I do that because I'm a nerd. (laughs) But, you know, like, a lot of people, especially now with the movies, because the movies give quite a bit of information. So a lot of people go just on that. But you miss a lot with that. And you miss a lot of cool stuff with that. And it just makes me sad. Especially with as many characters as there are. Oh, I like, know. Because you, you can't touch on everybody. All of them. Like, oh, my God. The only person that knows all that is Stan Lee. Yeah, and he's dead now, so. So, I mean, unless <laughs> like, he could individually talk to all of us and tell us everything he knows. Yeah, like, no. no. I don't get it. I don't either. But yeah, I don't know. Because, like, again, it just... Like, especially because they tease at it. Like, don't tease me. <laughs> don't tease me. with Because, like, in Winter Soldier, they mention it a couple times. Like, there's a whole thing when um, she's, like... She gives the file about Bucky to Steve, and she's like, 
hey, like, you might not want to pull on that thread. Like, I've tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of, like, a little hint. You know what I'm saying? And, like, different stuff. Or, like, the, you know, there's just, like, little hints. And then Civil War was the biggest one, though. Because whenever they, like, re-brainwash Bucky when Zemo kind of, like, does the trigger word thing. Yeah. And he re-brainwashes him. He's, like, fighting everybody. And Natasha's, like, on him, kind of. And she's, like, trying to, like, hit him over the head. And he slams her down on a table. And she goes, you could at least recognize me. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm, like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I saw, I remember that part, and I was always just like, what? Yeah, right? Because, like, unless you know that whole history, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would he recognize her out of everyone? Yeah. You know, like, but knowing the history, that makes sense. And then later, this is a very, like, little detail, but I, I saw it because of the blessings on Tumblr. <laughs> but, like, later in Civil War, when they're on the Quinjet, him and Steve, he takes Nat's gun. Like, out of everyone's weapons that he could pick from to, like, go and fight Zemo, he takes Nat's gun, specifically, and still has it in Infinity War. The gun that he has whenever they're in Wakanda and they're, like, gonna fight all the aliens, like, that's the one that he had from Civil War. It's the same one. Oh. And then also, too, there's a part in um, Age of Ultron where this one's kind of a stretch, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so, like... I don't know if this is what they were going for, yeah. but knowing the history that I do, it kind of seems like it. So in the like memory dream things that Wanda gives everybody, yeah. for Nat, like, you can tell that it's a memory, but there's different parts that like aren't exactly right. Like the girls like don't have their mouths at that, you know, at different point. You know what I'm saying? So like it's mostly memory, but there's things that are wrong. Uh-huh. Well, there's a part where she's like sparring with this guy. And he has, like, the long hair that we've seen Bucky have in Winter Soldier, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he looks a lot like Bucky. Literally, the only thing he's missing is the metal arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, given that we know that it's not a perfect memory, like, it could very easily be, like, a hint at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. Just have a lot of fun. I don't like Age of Ultron. <laughs> it's like one of my least favorite. Yeah. Joss Whedon ruined everything with that one. I've written an essay on that movie oh, no. for college. I don't even doubt you. Yeah. Like I still watch it. I like things about it. I literally always forget about that movie. Yeah. Me too. You know what else? Which one? No. You know which other one I forget about? Which one? Ant Man. Yeah. Didn't we see and that I on like campus it. one time? Or was that something else? We saw Civil War. Ah, okay. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember. Yeah. But, like, Ant-Man's a cute... Like, I liked it. I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed it. But I always forget that it happened. I always forget that Thor The Dark World happened, too. And Same. that one made me cry when I watched it. You cry for a lot of things, I though. do. But, like, I always forget that it exists. TBH, though, like, honestly, we should just ignore the first two Thor movies and just only think about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Because that movie was a blessing and a half. Uh-huh. And the other two Thor movies are so bad. <laughs> Is Ragnarok with his sister? Yes. The newest one. That's the only one I remember. With Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah, yeah, husband. yeah. husband. <laughs> That's the only one. That one and parts of the first one are the only ones I remember. Yeah. The only thing I remember from the second one, spoiler, 
is that Loki dies. Oh, yeah. And then he's not dead. Also, their mom dies. I like that part. I don't like it, but I like it. I don't remember that part. Yeah. I also just have a bad memory. Me. Go to the doctor tomorrow for it. I know. What other ones? What other movies? There's so many. There's so many now. God. Yeah. I've never seen, I don't think, The Incredible Hulk. Me neither. With Edward Norton. And it's kind of dumb that it's like part of the... Uh, like, phase movies, you know? Yeah. Because, like, they don't even keep the same actors. Literally, 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 the only, literally, literally, <laughs> the only thing that, like, is important about the the Incredible Hulk is Thunderbolt Ross's character. Because then, like, in Civil War, when he comes back and he's a major D-bag, like, then you know who he is. But, like... I can just figure it out just by him being a D-bag in Civil War. Like, you know? Yeah. But whatever. But that's just your... And Joss Whedon can literally... You're saying these names and I don't know these Joss names. Whedon is the one who directed the both Avengers movies, the first two. Okay. He can fall off the world. <laughs> fall off the flat world. Oh, <laughs> flat Earth, yeah. The first one's fine. But he messed up in Age of Ultron. Like, I'm still mad about it. What? He ruined... How, how? Because, like... <sighs> I mean, I forget about it anyway, but I just want to know In the why. first one, like... You see the whole thing with, like, Clint and Nat, like, possibly being, like, a thing or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like, then the Russo brothers, who are the ones who directed The Winter Soldier... And then, like, Civil War and Infinity War and stuff like that. But they directed The Winter Soldier before Age of Ultron came out. They built all of this, like, really kind of important, like, characterization with, like, Black Widow and uh, Captain America specifically, like, through that film, whatever. Uh-huh. And then Joss Whedon in Age of Ultron basically was like, ha, ha, forget all of that. We're doing something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and just completely, like, ruined it. And then, like... He's kind of a sexist and, like, just, like, the way that he characterizes Black Widow is literally just as a sex symbol. And, like, the whole thing with the sterilization. Uh Uh-huh. And that, like, equates her to a monster literally because she can't have babies. That's the whole point of that speech. Fun. She's relating to Bruce Banner. She literally says, you think you're the only monster on the team after she starts telling a story about how she can't have babies as if the equivalent of not having children as a woman is monstrous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've seen all of these movies. I've seen pretty much most of them, if not all of them, only once. So I don't... We need to rewatch like, them. We do. We need to watch them in order. Like, yeah. start uh-huh. from the beginning and just watch them all the way through. Yeah. We really need to. Yeah. Maybe we can do that after uh, the semester's Finals. over. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll have some time. We can watch a few a day. Yeah. Especially since I have, like, all of them. <laughs> Good. Um, the only one that I don't have, I think, is The Incredible Hulk. Oh. But honestly, it's, like, I don't count it, so <laughs> we just won't watch it. It's <laughs> fine. But, yeah, like, and then and then the whole thing in Age of Ultron where, like, Natasha and Bruce are together out of nowhere. And then Joss Whedon was like, no, we've been setting it up since the first movie. And I'm like, beach where? <laughs> like, literally show me the receipts as to where you've been setting this up. Because last that I remembered in the first Avengers, she was terrified. 
of Bruce Banner uh-huh. and like the Hulk and stuff like that. Yeah. But no, you've been setting them up to bang the whole time. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then here's some tea also. Uh-huh. So in Age of Ultron, we're introduced to Clint's wife and children. Now that's canon, but it's only canon in one specific universe of the comics. And in that universe, here's the whole thing. So that's the Ultimates universe of the comic books, whatever. And in that universe, Natasha, like, marries Tony Stark. Okay. And, like, this whole thing, whatever. And then Clint has his wife and his three children and all this. But it turns out that, like, Natasha is the double agent the whole time. And she goes and she kills all of Clint's family. And then Clint kills her in the comics. Like, that's okay. the plot of the Ultimates. Like, not the main, like, not the only plot, but that's one of the plots of the Ultimates universe, whatever. And so Joss Whedon wanted to have that happen in Age of Ultron. That's why Clint's family is in that movie in the first place. And then the other writers were like, Joss, you can't do that. <laughs> like, people are gonna riot. They're gonna be so mad. You can't do that. And he's like, well, at least give me the farm. At least give me the wife and kids. And they were like, I guess, Joss. For what? Just to say that he has a family? Because he wanted to kill the but mom. But no, like, okay, but, what? like, okay, they already were like, no, you can't do that. So then for I what guess so then later, the- like, if he directed the next one, he could, like, bring that in. But then he stepped down from all that, and I'm just like, good. Because, like, everyone was mad at Age of Ultron. Also, like, I'm a religious person, but there's heavy-handed biblical imagery in Age of Ultron. I'm like... I did not watch this movie to come to church. <laughs> you know, like, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, three-fourths of the references are literally to the Bible. And I'm just like, <laughs> Joshua. Like, Joshua. Who, who are you? Like, you know, I just, I don't. And that's the only one that's really like that. That's like that overly religious or religious at all, really. You know, like, it's just yeah. really weird. And it's very obvious. At least it's, it was obvious to me. Because even the first time I watched that, like, the whole time I was sitting in the theater, I'm like, that's a reference to the Bible. That's a reference did to that the Bible. that with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, heavy-handed biblical illusion. And, like, illusion is great and all. But, again, I don't watch superhero movies to get my lessons from church. Yeah. I watch God movies to get those lessons. <laughs> they exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I'm not in... I don't go to see Age of Ultron to learn about theology. <laughs> like, I just... Like, literally, Vision is robot Jesus. Like, I'm so... He literally states... I don't even remember the line anymore. But it's essentially like... I am what I am, which is, like, what God tells Moses in the Old Testament. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Ultron straight up says, and upon this rock I will build my church. And I'm like, that's directly from Deuteronomy. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? You know, like, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand. I do love James Spader, though. He's the one who voices Ultron. And he's in the last season of The Office. <laughs> he's Robert California. Ah, got it, got it, got it. I love him so much. He's so funny. Um, so yeah, like, Age of Ultron is one of my least favorite of all the Marvel movies. I just have a lot of complaints with it. 
Again, there are things that I like, but there's a lot of things that I don't like. <laughs> so. Huh. And also notice how Joss Whedon has not made another Marvel movie since that one. He got the note. Yeah. <laughs> he literally says that that one like ruined him. Good. He has he made? Wait, he hasn't made another Marvel movie or any movie. Ah. Uh, I know he worked on like Justice League or something because uh, the director of that one, Zack Snyder, like his daughter, like commit suicide like while they were making that movie. So he like stepped down from doing that, and I think Joss Whedon took over at the end wow. of Justice League. I think it was Justice League. It was either Batman versus Superman or Justice League, but I'm pretty sure it was Justice League. But again, like even since then, like he hasn't really done much. Wow. And it kind of, like, he's made, like, Joss Whedon's made good things in the past. And, like, the the first Avengers movie was great. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. He had a midlife crisis. I guess. <laughs> and then notice how, <laughs> I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm just saying Thanos looks a lot like Joss Whedon, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah? The Russo brothers were like, hit, hit. Hey, hey. Nudge, nudge. Get and everything. But... I don't know. It's a lot. I also find it very hilarious that Josh Brolin, Josh, Josh Brolin plays Thanos, and then he also plays the bad guy in Deadpool 2, and both of those movies came out the same month. <laughs> like, that's so funny to me. So, yeah. I don't know. I've talked a lot. That's fine. I've talked for the majority. I feel like I talk... Through the majority of all the episodes. That's fine. And I'm sorry to care. everyone. If anyone I would, gets annoyed with me, tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> tweet us, email us, text us. Let us know Be what like, you think. Be like, shut the F up. <laughs> Please okay. rate and <laughs> review us. We're very drunk. <laughs> we are. <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, we like Marvel. We have some complaints. Literally, Hollywood, if you're listening, I know you're not. But if I fire your chance. writers for the Black Widow movie and get me to do it. Yes. I will do it for less money than you'd pay them, high key. Because I don't care about the money. I care that a good movie is made. <laughs> so someone get this to the people who are making the Black Widow movie and tell them to call me up and I'll help them out. I got it. I got it. I'll take care of it. Yes. Please. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. For real. Hashtag get Ange to Hollywood. Yeah, because then you could get both of us. You'd get somebody who wasn't into all the comics and then somebody who was, so it would make sense on both sides. But, yeah! Yeah, we need You to can be my beta tester. Yeah, but, like with your school stuff. Yeah! Yeah. It would be perfect. And if people are mad about Scarlett Johansson being somewhat problematic, I still like her. She's a problematic fave, but I still like her as an actress. But I'll recast. I don't care. <laughs> no, you can't. We could. Because if she's young, Tori, if she's supposed to be like a teenager. She? Oh, got it, got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if we did my, what I want them to do, which is her origin story. Where I she's thought you like, meant her, like her now. Oh, no, 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 I was no. like, you can't do that. No, no, no. For the solo Black Widow yeah. movie, like if you're doing it from the, the origin yeah. story. Okay. You could get someone that looks like her, but is like the teenager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and thought you meant, like, her sense. now, and I was like, no, because no, no, I no. would be mad. No, 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 no. I would never. But, like, for the solo yeah, film like in This Is Us with the flashbacks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially since the majority of the movie is going to be, like... Back. 
origin. If yeah. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, too, like, she's a spy. Like, she's known for changing what she looks like and, like, being a different person. Like, you could easily make it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. If anyone's wondering. Hashtag get Ange to Hollywood. Get Ange to Hollywood. Hashtag Healy's please sponsor us. <laughs> Send us free wheels. <laughs> we want them. Real bad. <laughs> we name dropped you in this episode. We'll link you to it. <laughs> um... So I really want to end this episode so we can start the other one and play games. Yeah! Okay. Yeah. Alright, well so. you know where to find us. We're releasing these episodes at the same time, so just listen to the last one to yeah. where to find us. Friends Don't Let Friends podcast. On basically everything. everything. Email or us. The first letters of all of them for it, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Email us, tweet us, Instagram message us, text if, no, text us if you know us personally. Please don't stalk us, but... Just rate and review us. Yeah. You can find us on we all have the one. platforms. I know. Shout out to Aunt Betty. Thank you. We Aunt love Betty, you. continue to rate and review us, please. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it would really help us out if y'all rated and reviewed us. Because guess what? If you do that a lot, then we can get to, like, the top 200, and then more people who don't know us can, like, listen, because most of the people who listen know us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is good, which is nice. Yeah. But... I have some work friends. One of them told me to keep doing it, so shout out to you. Yeah. One of my aunts, I just told one of my aunts at Thanksgiving about our podcast, and she subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, so she should be listening soon. Yay. So I'm very excited about that. She works at Channel 5. Nina, listen, I know you're listening. Tell all of your friends at work, and please plug us on NBC. Thank you. <laughs> and good night. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, friends can let friends punch Joss Whedon in the face for ruining <laughs> proper characterization. But, friends, friends don't, don't let, let friends, friends make, make a podcast. podcast.